Welcome to the Sacred Feminine Power Podcast, where we explore the many facets of feminine power and why it is so important for women and for men to step into this power in our world at this time. This is Emmy from Feminine Revered, and my beautiful guest for today is Tracy Rampling Brown. Tracy is an international best-selling author, certified monologer, Luna business strategist, CEO of the indie publishing house Gemini Moon Press, and co-founder of the Women Writing Intentionally Collective. Her mission is to inspire expansion through the collective sharing of divine feminine and sacred ancestral wisdom by providing a safe platform for women to speak their truth and share their stories. But even more than that, to heal the sister wounds that have kept us separate and hoarding our wisdom a secret for fear of betrayal, criticism and judgment. Tracy supports her clients through the curation of multi-author collaborative book projects, publication of solo books, facilitating monthly new and full moon circles, and offering private readings and coaching programs that help her clients become perfectly aligned to manifest their dreams and live vibrant, balanced, joy-filled lives they love. An Aussie girl at heart, Tracy lives in glorious Italy with her husband, two children, and a Bengal cat named Maple. A passionate writer and speaker, she's been featured on Thrive Global, Elephant Journal, podcast, and as a keynote summit speaker. Mm, that's one yummy bio. Welcome, Tracy. <laughs> thank you so much, Emmy. I am so excited to be here. Mm, thank you. And I'm, I'm so looking forward to learning from you today and delving deeper into the themes that we're going to be speaking to. Now, since my podcast is called Sacred Feminine Power, I love to start by asking my guests, what does Sacred Feminine Power mean to you personally? Oh, so to me, really stepping into our Sacred Feminine Power means allowing ourselves to trust our intuition and lead from that place where we are not suppressing the initial responses that we have because we think we need evidence or we need to be able to demonstrate that something is true or right before we can take action. And it's that ability to really allow ourselves to embrace not just our intuition, but also the ease and flow of being in that creative space and connected with that part of ourselves that is really channeling those divine messages mm, beautiful i love that and we probably will be delving deeper into a couple of the portals that you've just opened up there but before we go there tracy i would love to hear from you about a challenge that you have faced on your path that's really helped you to activate this power within you yeah, so I think like most of us, we have faced enormous challenges when it comes to the sister wound, and that shows up for many of us in different kinds of ways. For me, I've had a history of broken relationships with female friends in part because um, I have always been that person that is um I'm a cancer son and so I'm very emotionally led and I really seem to attract the 
um, in my teen years, at least, I attracted a lot of the wounded birds. And so many of my sister wound situations have come about as a result of being in unhealthy, toxic, codependent kinds of relationships and not always because that was on the other side, you know, it was codependent and that it left me feeling really mistrustful of um, female friendships for a long time. But one of the beauties of growing through those experiences has was actually when I had my children and I discovered that you it really does take a village to raise a child. And it was at that point that I really started making some incredible female friendships that helped me to break those toxic cycles. And I have started to attract as a result so many beautiful, awakened, feminine connected women um, into my life that have allowed me to continue to grow and to flourish and attract more of those beautiful divine women into my life as well. So it's just been this expansive process that I think had I not struggled so hard with the sister wound in my teen years and my early 20s, I probably wouldn't have valued as highly and recognized those kindred spirits when they came along after mm. I had my children. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. Yeah, I resonate very strongly with everything that you've said there. And yeah, the sister wound certainly keeps on uh, shaping so many of our lives in, in so many deep ways without us always even realizing that it's, it's a pattern, a, a toxic pattern, really, that uh, keeps running the show in the background in so many ways. Oh, mm. it is. And it's funny because you know, even, even to this day, even in, you know, this past six months, even there, it shows up in different ways. And I think part of shedding those wounds and healing from them is allowing ourselves to acknowledge and recognize when they come up in different forms because when we have these deep deep wounds it's not just a process of forgiving or releasing at once and it's just magically like waving a wand and it's gone it's a process of peeling back the layers of an onion and diving into it deeper and releasing it in new and different ways mm -hmm, absolutely yeah and and it very often has has um, its roots not not even only in this lifetime but other lifetimes and and our ancestral lineages and the collective experiences of women all around the world as well so there certainly is a beautiful opportunity for some deep deep healing to be done when we have the courage to actually look into those shadows and look into those wounds isn't it Oh, yes it's funny you should mention past lives too because I had a an akashic record reading with a friend who's an Akashic record reader um, I think it was back in June and while we were actually still in the records she had a flash of us in a past lifetime where she had she she said to me she was like 
I really feel like I need to apologize to you because I think we've been doing this dance around each other for many, many lifetimes. And I think I've stabbed you in the back in Mm. more than one of them. Mm. And so, you know, this sometimes these patterns, as you say, are not necessarily just things that we've bought in like in this life as a result of things that have happened, but they can be patterns that have repeated and come with us, even with people who exist in our lives in this lifetime. It may be journeys that we've and soul contracts that we've had in past lifetimes as well. Mm-hmm, absolutely. And it really feels like at the moment, especially with the energies just becoming more and more amplified, so many people are being given kind of (laughs) these little nudges, sometimes huge nudges, to go deeper and look into this and really start working on these wounds in a way that then allows for these often, you know, thousands of years old karmic patterns to be released. And I think we really have chosen to come into our bodies in the in these lifetimes to really work on specifically the sister wound for many of us many of us because it has been such such a deep traumatic experience for so many women for for so many hundreds and if not thousands of years oh i completely agree i think that it is at this time when we are all becoming so much more aware we are becoming activated the sacred feminine and the divine feminine power is rising that we are more people are becoming conscious of how these wounds and how these patterns have been influencing them not just in this lifetime and it's only because the consciousness is rising that we are able to start healing it throughout you know those um like those soul contracts and finally release them and i think it's really important for us to recognize that Sometimes the challenges that we're going through in this life are actually part of like these prompts for us to break those cycles and break those chains. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah, we just need to be able to see them as those opportunities. Beautiful. Uh, now, Tracy, you've already alluded to this in, in, in a couple of ways, but how, how, does, how, how is the challenge that you went through around the sister wound supporting you now? What, what was the hidden blessing in what you went through? Well, it's funny that we keep coming back to the sister wound in particular because it, it, I actually had an incident happen in the past six months where somebody that I deeply loved and trusted um, ended up not being the person that I thought they were and it triggered a pattern from about four years ago just before we moved overseas as a relationship that I was in for 20 odd years not a romantic relationship a um, friendship matriarchal type relationship with a mentor that I deeply loved and respected and 
the gift of going through those processes was that even though it broke my heart that these relate these two particular relationships because they're so deeply intertwined even though the people are not related at all is that the opportunities that came out of both situations were actually catalysts for new levels of growth for me in my personal life and in my business. So what the catalyst of the situation four years ago was that we then moved overseas, we transplanted our whole family, um, and ultimately we ended up flourishing and thriving in a new place because the relationship breakdown actually fueled the the determination to go and Mm. to actually take that leap of faith. And this time around, it ended up leading to new opportunities with um, my business partner for the Women Writing Intentionally Collective. It actually birthed the Women Writing Intentionally Collective Mm. in truth because we So my business partner, Jenny, had been through a similar, not exactly the same, she'd been through a similar sister wound traumatic situation that she's still working through. And we, I was joking initially that we should write a book, that I should write a book, um, a collaborative book called Betrayed, The Sister Wounds That Broke Our Heart, but transformed into opportunities for growth, healing and abundance. And I said it, it was just an offhand thing. Like it just kind of came through me and I just said it. And she, something came up in one of her social posts because she's also a publisher like I am. And she said something about one of her, she was telling a story about her experience. And some of her authors in her current book were like, oh, Jenny, you should write a book about that. And she was like, got something in the works for that and they're like oh yes we want to be in and so we were chatting and she's like I think we should do this book together like let's do this together and it ended up birthing a whole like a separate imprint that's like a combination of our two publishing houses and from the idea of launching this multi-author collaborative book together it's now turned into a series called the wounded women series and we have three titles that we're planning to launch one dealing with the sister wound betrayed we've then got um burned which is all about the witch wound And then we've got Broken, which is about the mother wound and the healer wound and breaking those ancestral cycles and chains. So it turned into a book series. It turned into a publishing house of its own. But then we started a Facebook community for women writers because we felt like this um, mission was actually to bring together women who write and also women who have businesses that write uh, or that support women writers So editors, publishers, um, uh, illustrators, cover designers, you know, anybody who has a business that supports women writers to come together and actually create the environment that we were all yearning for where we could be supported and it didn't have to just be women nonfiction writers. There are quite a few poets in our group. We've got children's authors in our group and it's become like one of my favorite places on the internet, but it's just incredible how quickly 
that exploded from this idea and channeling this hurt and betrayal into an offhand comment about we should write a book together and then into a a publishing empire that we're planning to create. So, um, yeah. Wow, that's that's amazing. Thank you for sharing that. And as you were talking there, I had just had this huge grin on my face because everything you said was so so resonating with me as well and if, if you read um, about my journey on my website on feminineriviere.com it will be perfectly aligned with the sister wound the theme of betrayal <laughs> and I work with the sister wound and the mother wound very very closely with my clients as well so I'm just sitting here with a big grin on my face <laughs> Well, you do know that that's actually one of the reasons I started stalking you on Facebook was ah. because I really, like, I resonated <laughs> so strongly with the energy that you were putting out there about the feminine rising and overcoming these wounds that I was just like, oh, my God, I love what she's saying. Oh, wow. I've got a stalker. <laughs> <laughs> a good one, I promise. <laughs> Beautiful. But, I mean, thank you so much for, for taking this work forward in the way that you're doing and it, it really the fact that you're doing it collaboratively with with um, other women is is so precious and and such an important thing to take forward especially again in these times uh, which in itself breaks some of these karmic patterns around us lifting each other up rather than pushing each other down and um, I will definitely have a look at your book series as well myself. It sounds amazing. Oh, thank you. I do agree that part of wanting to launch it as collaborative books was in that um, the belief and the desire to create a safe space where women were coming together and not in competition but in that true spirit of collaboration where it was about inspiring and expanding each other just as much as providing opportunities for the readers of the book to see multiple different perspectives and resonate with someone's story or elements of multiple people stories because one of the things I've noticed that so the first book that we are launching in October this year is called Lunar Wisdom and that one is about reconnecting with the divine feminine through rituals, spells, magic and the phases of the moon and one of the things that has been most um, noticeable is that while there are quite a lot of books in the marketplace about how you can work with the moon. They're all written by one person, by one person, not like there are many books written by many different women, but each book in and of itself only focuses on one person's story and one person's journey. And for readers, particularly new readers who are coming in and perhaps are unfamiliar with working with the moon, for example, you read one person's path and it feels like that is the only way to do it. And if you don't follow it exactly as it's prescribed by the person writing the story, that you're doing it wrong or that you don't know how to, then you read a second book and that tells you to do something a little bit different and you don't know how to blend and merge those two things because there is no path that connects them because they're two separate works. 
And by providing a an opportunity to do a collaborative book and showcase multiple women who work with the moon in multiple different ways, it actually demonstrates to the reader that there is no one way to do it, that there is only your way or my way or her way or their way. And that some of these paths intertwine and overlap and some of them are different and it's okay that you can pick and choose the parts that resonate for you and you can curate your own practices that resonate for you and that that's not wrong that that is totally okay whether you have been working with the moon for five minutes or five decades that there is only your way of doing it and that you get to choose your own adventure do you remember those books we read in primary school that choose your own adventures (laughs) <laughs> yeah sure sure yeah mm. so that's the experience I wanted to be able to give our readers was by letting them choose their own adventure by reading lots of women's stories and seeing that there were an infinite combination of ways that they could do this work and I feel like the Wounded Women series is going to be the same that what we will see over and over is that the commonalities between sister wounds, but that it manifests in different ways for different people. And the ways that we overcome those challenges is different and there isn't only one way to do it, but that one person's story might inspire you and show you a pathway that someone else's story may not necessarily resonate for you. Mm, That's beautiful and and makes so much sense as well Uh, so again just thank you for for doing this work and opening the doors for for so many female writers to really express themselves from their souls and from their womb spaces as well in a collaboration like this it's i think it's very very special and very important to to be birthing projects like these Thank you. It's it's definitely not for the faint-hearted um, <laughs> because the writing process, while you know we go into it thinking that we are going to share our story with others, and what we don't realise is that actually the experience of writing those stories can be both enormously triggering and enormously healing for us as we go through the process. So helping to birth books like this is very much a transformative process, not just for the authors, but also for me to try and create that safe space for them to be to be able to be vulnerable enough to go through that transformation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Beautiful. Well, I could talk to you for hours, Tracy, <laughs> but if, if our listeners wanted to find out more about you and the work that you do and they've become curious about the book projects as well, how, how would they find you? So I am on most major platforms. You can find me on Facebook, either under Tracy Rampling Brown or under Gemini Moon Press. You can find me on Instagram at Vibrant Coach or at Gemini Moon Press. You can find me on LinkedIn under Tracy Rampling Brown, or you can check out my website at 
GeminiMoonPress.com or you can go to the brand new launched WomenWritingIntentionally.com and I've just dropped a little link for you, Emmy, that you can share with our listeners for a little free gift of some journal prompts to help you write your powerful story, which is available on the womenwritingintentionally.com website. Mm, Beautiful. Thank you so much for sharing that gift with everyone. Um, Tracy, is there anything else that's really arising for you in this moment that is feeling called to be shared? I think the message I would really love to leave with everybody is to really allow yourself to listen to those nudges that we touched on earlier, to really allow yourself to receive those messages and listen to those whisperings of your soul. Because when they first start, they can be so quiet that you almost wonder if you're imagining them. And it's only by practicing listening and allowing them to come in and giving them voice that they start to get louder. And the louder they get and the more in tune you become with your intuition, the more free you feel to actually step into exactly who you are. Mm -hmm. So very true. Thank you for sharing that as well, Tracy. Really, really appreciate everything that you do and all that you are. And thank you for the inspirational work that you do out there. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me, Emmy. And I look forward to chatting with you again sometime in the future. Maybe hear a little bit more about your stories. Well, that would be wonderful. Looking forward to that as well. Thank you. Now, everybody, just for a moment, let's focus our intention and our awareness on this really inspiring energy that's been activated. And imagine sending this to everybody and everything on our planet to remember that we are all truly one and that the more of us have the courage to step into our sacred feminine power, the more quickly our planet will also heal and ascend. Thank you so much for being here. Thanks for listening.